This podcast is presented by Miscreant Records. You can find us on Twitter at Miscreant Pods, and you can also email us at miscreantrecordspod at gmail.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Miscreants on the Moon podcast, where we can finally finish talking about Spider-Man and never talk about it again. Uh, as always, here I am, Jacob. Nice to see everybody again. Uh, Hayden, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty all right. I'm tired. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, yeah. No, you just had your big your big weekend in Florida, right? Did you uh, did you build your lightsaber or whatever? I did, but we had to ship it back, so I don't have it with me right now. Must be nice, the yeah. building one, not shipping it back. But yeah, I mean, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, uh, I recently broke up with my girlfriend because she wouldn't buy me one while she was in Disney World. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. So, <laughs> you know, I'm single now. Just kidding. She doesn't listen to this, so she won't know that I lied. But you know, <laughs> not only this beat you up. <laughs> no, she's she's out of she's out of town right now. So oh, <laughs> I'm hey, here. I'm, she hasn't I'm been home in a while. <laughs> oh no, oh. consistently, I guess. Was she gone last time we recorded? Maybe. I don't know. I know one of she, these weeks she, she lived... was at Disney as well. Oh, she's not at Disney right now. She's well, yeah. just not here. But that yeah, that was at the beginning of December. So that was, you know, three weeks ago, I think. Which we haven't recorded in two weeks because you had your trip. So it might have been last time we recorded. I don't know. But <laughs> anyway, we've got a lot, of talk, a lot to talk about today. Yeah, and so I guess we're going to get straight into it. I have show notes for the first time ever. We're, we're slowly guys. turning we're slowly turning this into a good podcast, I swear. We're trying. Uh <laughs> we're going to have everyone like our listenership's going to drop down to zero before we do it. But you know, maybe then we can slowly then build our way back up, up and, I believe in us. <laughs> yeah, pe- I mean people's first impressions will hopefully be us as a good. I mean, we had our charm back when we were a bad podcast, but now we have notes that I painstakingly put together on the car ride home from seeing no way home so if our uh title ended up being uh too vague for you yeah so we're doing a spider-man no way home uh breakdown review today before we get into that so look we're gonna we're gonna try to do a non-spoiler section and then go into spoilers uh, but if you're one of those guys, like, pretty much if it's in the trailer, it's fair game. So if yeah. you're one of those people who has avoided all the trailers, but hasn't seen the movie yet, and you're listening to... Like, if you're going to avoid all the trailers, you're probably going opening weekend, but... Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I, I just fair warning, I don't want to get any emails that are like, Oh my god, you said Dr. Octopus was in the... Yeah, it was in the trailer, man. I'm sorry, but whatever. So, um, before we get into the movie, we have talked about um, the Doctor Strange reshoots, right? And how there's six weeks, which is like the the full length of a movie shoot. Yeah. We talked about that, right? Yeah. <sighs> so... We talked about it... Oh, I can't remember how... Probably like a month ago, when, like it was announced or whatever. Yeah, so after seeing this, without going into spoilers, uh, from the trailer, we know that um, 
you know, we have villains from other Spider-Man universes in here. Do you think that these reshoots are so that they can just hop around to other universes? I... Because... I don't think so. Obvious, obviously, you know, it's the multiverse of madness, so there's going to be some multiverse shit involved and in yeah. there. But my thing is, did they... Did they watch this movie, or did they watch this movie, yeah, and say, oh, so, uh, you know, Norman Osborn came over from the Sam Raimi movies, and uh, Electro came over from the, uh, the Andrew Garfield movies. In Multiverse of Madness, why don't we pop in and check on Hugh Jackman as Wolverine? Why don't we go look at Patrick Stewart? Why don't we go look as like Chris Evans as the Human Torch? I, you think they're gonna? Do you think that these reshoots are a cover for just adding more crap like that? Um, I don't think so. I think it has. I'm gonna say this, but you haven't watched it. I think it has more to do with like what if stuff. Um, I did notice. Um, I guess this got released as a trailer, so we can talk yeah, about it. Yeah, it got released today. Actually, I'm pretty sure. I've, so is that the same? So, what? This isn't a spoiler. One of the post-credit scenes of this movie is essentially a trailer for. Oh yeah, that's multiverse exactly of madness. It's exactly so it's the same the thing. One. Yeah. Okay, because I haven't I haven't watched I haven't watched the, the trailer, new one, but that's exactly what it was, and I would assume they would just yeah. release that now since it's been a week. Well, um, it might be a bit longer because I remember after what is it. Captain America, I think. The the after the, the post credit scene for that movie was essentially a trailer for Avengers. And then they released that trailer, but it was a bit longer. I didn't know that an official trailer got released until like five minutes ago when I was perusing Twitter. Yeah, I was but, on Twitter uh, on the way back and I was like, huh, they released it. Yeah, so I, I I'm assuming it's Either the same thing or the same thing with more context. So in that trailer that we saw at the end of the movie, I noticed evil Doctor Strange was there, and wasn't yeah. he in What If? Yeah, he um, he's called Strange Supreme. Uh, um, and he is directly from What okay. If. Well, like, that's what he's called. Yeah, no, I've seen the pictures of him or whatever, but... That's what he's called. He looks different, which, I mean, obviously he's going to look different in live action, just because... So, like, you know, it's hard to make it look like an animation. Can we? And one thing I want to bring up about the trailer is why does Doctor Strange's beard look so dark? <laughs> like, it looks well painstakingly fake. If you notice, I saw in the in the in the movie this it is, shows like a, it, 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 if, you, men, if you get like, mad at this as like a spoiler or something, you're, you're messed up in the head. But yeah, in in the Spider-Man movie, they're going through some of his like Peter's going through Strange's stuff, and he pulls out like beard dye. I don't know if they went out of their way to make it dark. Like I, I guess that might be a reference. I don't I hope know. Not. I like my <laughs> issue with Marvel now. Like I've talked about this for for months. Is like it's slowly. Look, I'm getting a bit ahead of myself, but I liked No Way Home, but also watching it, I felt cinema die a little bit. 
<laughs> like, this really took the point at a screen, oh my god, look, a reference to a thing I know. It took that up to another level. Like, I mean, so it's are fair, we, but it also are we gonna addressed start... a lot of the issues you had. Like, a lot of them with Spider-Man We need to not get ahead of ourselves here. We need to not get ahead of ourselves. Um, but... Yeah, well, I've got plenty to talk about for that later, but for right now, is this... I can think of two reasons why his beard is so... Because I noticed that, too. It was kind of off-putting. Like, is it, it going to be, be like, to oh, my God. Difference. Yeah, because isn't isn't evil Doctor Strange, isn't his beard kind of white-ish, or did I just make that up? I think in, in, in the trailer it is. Because, okay. I mean, he's older, I believe, because he... In, Spoilers for what if, and I mean this goes for you because you haven't seen it. Um, I don't care. <laughs> he spends a lot of time, like in the past, reading or like in the past or somewhere else, reading books and gaining power. Okay. And so I think he's actually he's really like older, time wise than than the strange yeah, yeah. we have. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's why it's white. Um, okay. And it's also probably just to show a difference in them. I mean. Yeah, so, like, maybe that's why, maybe this is, like, maybe the reason they showed the beard die was so that fans didn't complain when his beard was darker, but mainly so that you could tell that, but also, isn't evil Doctor Strange wearing, like, a black cloak, and, like, isn't his face kind of pale purplish? Like, well, well, yes, I, but I that's, feel like, that's because I feel of, like, like you don't need spoiler. the beard. Another spoiler, I guess. When he's going back in time learning how to gain power, he kills a bunch of like interdimensional monsters to gain that power and absorb their power so that's why yeah. he like looks different color that's why his hair is different that's like why he has like different eyes or something he gets the cloak from that like yeah it's well i'm just saying like he he looks clearly different to me i feel like you don't need to change the beard but they did whatever yeah <laughs> so that's for the trailer i guess um, that's all we can really cover with that yeah i Wanda's just in it cool we don't i I don't know if I'll watch another trailer for it if we don't have to. I've, with with what we do, we might have to. But hopefully, when does it come out? May. Hopefully, there's enough yeah. content to where we can fill the fill the months in between well, now and then. Well, next with week content we've got the unrelated. Hopefully, yes. So. And then Hawkeye, I guess. Uh, we or maybe probably... Hawkeye then Kingsman. Probably. We could probably do them in the same episode. I've watched all of Hawkeye. I'll probably watch the finale again just because I watched it on a plane. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've I have two episodes left. Um yeah. I'm a bit behind. But yeah, yeah Kingsman I don't have a won't be, ton to say about it. I just it's good. Movies, yeah. I love those movies. I liked it. Uh yeah. I haven't the seen first it one is, so if the, you've seen it. The I'm first so, one I'm is sorry. in my The first one's in my fourth favorite movie. Is my fourth favorite movie, so Anyway, uh, I guess, yeah, I I kind of have a fear that after these reshoots, they were just like, or b- they did these reshoots so that they can go and be like, hey, look, here's Hugh Jackman, here's, you know, Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man because Sam Raimi is directing, here's uh, the Fantastic Four and the Silver Surfer cast, here's... Fan four stick the 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 worst Fantastic Four movie like, <laughs> I like, I don't we'll think see they'll do that <laughs> we'll see 
if they but, do, it, it'd just be like a small cameo. I think like they're going through different dimensions and like, oh, wrong one. <laughs> I don't <laughs> you know? know. If they did six weeks worth of reshoots, I feel like maybe they just like added somebody in. Well, yeah, but like I feel like news like would break. Like Hugh Jackman was on the set today, you know, or I don't Chris know. Evans, like not as know, Captain you know, America, <laughs> you know. If Chris Evans goes in though, you can just be like, yeah, I'm Captain America. Well, here's and, the thing: if they do that, I feel like they would need to introduce the actual ones in the MCU first, which they haven't. Not necessarily. And I yeah, I agree, but like I feel like they sh- they would. Also, I read somewhere where people were like, "Yeah, this is they're bringing the X Men with Hugh Jackman's Wolverine and uh, you know the it's rest much- of them, like Hal Halle Berry, Patrick Stewart." Etc. And I'm like, I don't want this. I've talked, I've talked at length on this podcast how I want them to do the X Men right because they're my favorite superhero team. And I feel like getting Hugh Jackman back as Wolverine isn't worth like taking this huge shortcut. I agree. And as much as I love all the cast of like the original X Men and how much nostalgia they bring. I don't think yeah. they can do it again. I, like you just can't have them like Wolverine, like Hugh Jackman's I like fifty. Some of them. Halle Berry's fifty. Patrick Stewart's ninety. Like Eighty. In 80, 90, yeah. So is uh Ian McKellen, you know? Yeah. So I don't like, I don't think that's how they won't go to them and be like, Oh, this is our X Men now, you know. I, I don't think they'll do that. Fantastic four, I think they're just gonna want, like restart from scratch with that, you know. Um, yeah, because I feel like you don't have a, you don't have a beloved Fantastic like. Both of the times they tried it, people hated them. You know, both times they did X Men, there were good and bad parts. I feel like with Fantastic Four, there's just no good parts. So they would be a cameo, and I'm really hoping they don't try to bring somebody else in. And see, like I enjoyed the the first two Fantastic Fours when I was a young kid, and like I look back now, and the Galactus is like a cloud, and I hate that. <laughs> So that's back. You know. That's back when like everybody was like the the villain in the Green Lantern movie, who's usually like a dude, was a cloud. Like everybody was a cloud, and then after that, that was the phase where everything was like a big blue light beam shooting up into the sky. Yeah, like those so, were two very iconic like superhero action movie phases. I'm glad we're aware of that now. <laughs> yeah. Now everything's just like point at the screen and say, hey, I know that thing. Speaking of that, let's talk about this movie. Uh, so, like I said, we're going to do no spoilers than spoilers. No spoilers, probably going to be very short. Because um, I have <laughs> I have written down here, you really can't do much without spoiling. Because even stuff from the trailer was changed contextually in the film. But we're going to try. Yeah, I mean, like that's just normal MCU behavior. With big movies, especially. yeah, yeah, definitely. So, so, what are the general feelings that you got out of this? Just like, did you like it? Did you not like it? Oh, I, mean, I liked it a lot. I mean, especially compared to the other Spider-Man movies, I, this is definitely like, I think this is the best one out of Tom Holland's trilogy, hmm. bar none. Um, Objectively, probably not. Subjectively, sure. <laughs> I yeah, I mean that's fair. There were some talking sequences in it that where I was like, what the heck? And there were some things that, like, 
I'm like, okay, that's new, you know, like, cool and all. Like, we'll get to the, like, one of the points I want to make in the spoiler zone, but, like, it involves Ned. And I was like, I have a, uh, okay, you know? <laughs> yeah, I have, so I have a question for you. Okay. Because I, I thought about this the other day. Okay, so did you like this movie? Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. Yes. Yeah, so yes, I, I liked this movie. My answer for that was yes. But do you think this was a good movie? I don't, it just, it, I don't think. No. My answer is no. <laughs> like, I think it's fine. I think it, like. I think this movie will not stand the test of do. time. I disagree. I, I mean, you know, only time will tell, but. Yes, I liked this movie, but yes, I also think this was a bad movie, objectively. Um, some minor, like, qualms that I had, but not minor, but some qual- Like, it was directed really bad. Uh, the, the camera work wasn't great, the lighting wasn't great, uh, yeah. CGI looked kind of, like, crummy some and unfinished. It. Some of it did, yeah. Yeah, quite a- I mean, quite a bit of it, in my opinion- my my main issue is probably like the like during talking sequences it, like they just the camera didn't do a great job of like it was just like it didn't what am I trying to say here it it didn't like encapsulate everything like you were just sitting there like oh cut to this cut to this cut to this you know I, instead of it just like having a one view of them talking or doing something you know there was no dynamic camera work in this except yeah. for. In one fight scene that takes place towards the middle of the movie. Um, that was probably the best camera work in this movie. And even then, it wasn't amazing. Um, but, you know, if you can get past that, which I feel like most people can. Yeah. Uh, I've seen this movie once. I'm probably going to go see it again. I will definitely see it again just because Alex wants and... to see it. So, <laughs> yeah, I think I saw it with my girlfriend and my sister had like, I'm going to see my family later, you know, it's Christmas, whatever. We're recording this before Christmas, so I'm going to see my family for Christmas. My sister had her wisdom teeth taken out and I think her friends went and saw it without her. So I think I might take her to see it or whatever. But yeah, good guy. Mainly because I want <laughs> mainly because I want to see it again. If I'm honest, like I want an excuse to see it again i also just want to see it again i just enjoy it so i mean like i just i think i will enjoy it significantly less the second time i see it just Maybe. because but just I was also because the same like way with like shang chi well that for me a good, like beginning movie you know yeah yeah i just think that when it comes to like the camera work the directing some of the dialogue in this movie I just think some of that falls flat, and it was cool, you know, seeing all the old villains on the screen again, and you know, Marvel movies, they have that, they have that thing, where they're like, they're kind of going to wow you with some stuff, and it pulled that off, but a lot of time, like, you know, half the time on a rewatch, I feel like these movies just don't hold up. And I'm afraid this one won't. I was kind of hoping to see it twice before we recorded this episode. Um, but it sounds like we might both see it before we record again. So that'd be a conversation that I'd like to have. It's just yeah. like, 
I, you know, I don't know how closely you pay attention to, um, you know, camera work, directing, and stuff. Like, like I feel like everyone notices it when it's abhorrent. Yeah. Uh, but I pay attention to that stuff even when it's like, like most people notice if it's really good or really bad. Uh, I feel like I kind of fall more in the middle where I can like because it's not really bad. It's just not great. It's not. I wouldn't call it good. I call it like average at best. You mm. know, throughout most of this movie. So I picked up on that. I wonder if that's gonna that's gonna shine through more on a rewatch. Also, um, I had a bad experience in this movie because I hate when people clap in the theater. <laughs> Did they clap? And oh my. And oh no, they clapped during, the during people, it throughout screaming, the whole bro. damn movie. People at didn't one really point, clap for Ed Mine, but people were like screaming and say it was like on par with Endgame, like people yelling. And I was like, "Oh <sighs> shit!" It it all started because this one dude, this one I I'll, I'm not gonna say what he clapped for right now, but the first like clappable moment in the movie, I guess. This dude stands up. He's sitting in front of me, so he stands up, <laughs> turns around, and claps. Now, he's he's by himself for a second. But then, like, three people join in. So that guy's like, hey. Was he his friends and stuff? Nah, he was there. He was alone. He was alone. <laughs> he came that. and saw this movie alone. <laughs> and did this i almost did t- if my dad stood didn't up. go with me no, i was gonna do it I, alone. I i go see movies alone all the time that's fine i that's fine i love going to see movies alone but if i if i went and saw spider-man no way home alone on opening night my ass would not be standing up <laughs> turning around and like leading pe- like trying to get people to clap with me over something that i think wasn't clapworthy. I don't think anything in this was truly clapworthy. I don't think anything in the movie's clapworthy, to be honest. I, it gets on my nerves. You don't clap because in movies, guys. Well, every time this asshole clapped, there was dialogue going on. And half the time, he stood up in front of me. I moved seats because this was not a packed theater, but he sat right in front of me with the intention of standing up every time something happened. I hate this man. I hate him so much. Um, Murder him. There you go. My advice. Like, yeah, <laughs> I that I don't think that like influenced how I felt about the movie. I still enjoyed it. I still think you know some of the cinematography and writing and stuff was bad. But yeah, that really pissed me off. I'm hoping that's kind of why I haven't gone to see it again yet. I went to my local theater on discount night last night, and I was kind of like, should I go see? Because I went alone. I was kind of like, should I go see Spider-Man again or should I go see King the Kingsman? And then I went there and it was packed and I was like, yeah, no, I'm going to see the Kingsman because I swear it's discount night. Some people waited through opening weekend to come here on discount night. There's going to be clapping in that damn theater. And I'm not, <laughs> I will not, not sit through another it. screening of that film <laughs> with people clapping. I'm waiting until Anyways, the second Anyways, I think we should weekend. move on from this. <laughs> You're probably right. Um... So, yeah, another, moving on to my next point. Uh, do, do you feel like there's a lot of plot in this movie? There's a lot of things that are lacking. Like the thing I mentioned with Nether. Uh, it's just random. It just, 
it just feels like there's no plot like okay the plot is that you know everybody knows he's spider-man and that leads to something happening and he feels guilty about it or he feels bad about it and like if you think about it well, once we get into spoilers, there are so many things that happened because of this incident, I guess, that, it, like, the plot doesn't make sense. It seems a bit, it seems like a cheap, a cheap reason to get all these old villains back on the screen. That's fair. That's all, that's yeah, all I'll say it's now. It's kind of unassa- like, unexplained how things, like happened and it just did it and you're like oh okay cool like but that's that's like a lot of things in this movie i feel like like the net thing like (laughs) okay there there was a lot there was a lot going on and they had to give it like fast and loose reasons for it to be happening but i i I just feel like the plot wasn't solid there's a lot of holes in the plot yeah and this movie does not stand on its own oh, in not the slightest. All. Like, you need background knowledge. You, like... Lots of You it. need... You don't, like... This, but it, it this is... movie doesn't stand on its own within the trilogy. Even. I think that's fair. So, yeah, there's a lot of holes in the plot. Like, usually... Like, if it was... Because with MCU movies, normally the solo movies can still make sense on their own. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with the first and second one, that was true, mostly. Um, but this one doesn't feel like the end of a trilogy. It feels like, yeah, sure, the end of a trilogy, but you also have to know a lot of stuff. You have to understand, like, this movie expects you to know who these, like, you know, we see the lizard in the trailer, we see uh, Doc Ock... Green Electro. Goblin, the only Electro. one they didn't show in this in the trailer is I mean, this isn't really a spoiler because we talked about it. Is Sandman? Sandman wasn't really in the trailer until the last. Well, they showed movie. him in the trailer. They showed it's him the... that big, like his face, his big sandy it was in face. The last one, I think. Oh well, I don't remember. Anyway, like yeah, it doesn't matter. So they're, so they're all like, they expect you to know these characters enough. Yeah. They're not gonna... They don't have time to explain it to you. So they don't. So, yeah, you need some background knowledge. Um, I guess... Anything else you want to say about the plot before we get into spoilers? No, that's it. Okay, yeah. There's one more thing I have before we get into spoilers. So, like... Excuse me. This whole movie happens because at the end of Far From Home, Mysterio tells everyone who Spider-Man is. Why is that a bad thing? Because in the because MCU, can... nobody nobody has a secret identity. Well, it's... Everybody thinks that he just, like, is in control of the drones. Like, that could just, like, wipe out well, everything. And that, that guy's just a killer, you know? Okay, that got proved... Is, don't, don't... That's just. I'm not gonna say. Though. I'm not gonna say how it happens, but that gets thrown out pretty early. Oh yeah, like that is no context. Just like 
bam, gone. You know, that's like that's like part of the plot. Astra- like they like they just throw that. Like I expected that to be. I think that is a much better reason to get this mo- like to get the plot rolling than the thing that they end up using. But we'll talk about that in a minute. And the, but anyway, yeah. So the they so they're like. They- there's a cameo that they, I think, they just well, didn't yeah, want it to yeah, last they, long. they just wanted a little snippet. But but regardless of that, they take, like, they're just like, okay, yeah. People might not like him because they think he's a murderer. That gets thrown out the window. Like, in this universe, literally nobody has a secret. Name someone that has a secret identity in this universe. That's what I thought. See, no, I'm, I'm still thinking. Like, <laughs> <laughs> see, um, nobody because well, yeah. That's in in the com- in the comics. Ma- Black Widow would be if it wasn't for Winter Soldier. No. Yeah. See, like everybody knows who she. Everybody knows Natasha Romanoff. Like you know they yeah, like everybody like, is, reg- but- like regular people name drop her in Hawkeye and stuff. Like so, people know and. In the comics, Spider-Man's secret identity is a huge deal. Yeah. Because he's trying to protect his family and stuff. And in the comics, you know, I would say about 70 to 80% of these guys have secret identities. But in this, it's like less than 2%. Yeah. And I feel like it's really not that big of a deal, you know. Pepper Potts, could he could have called her and been like, hey... Tell them that these drones weren't me, that, like, the Mysterio was a bad, like, you know, they gotta, they have to be, like, someone could cover for him, and now that his identity's out, it's not a huge deal, because, remember, they were gonna, like, essentially reveal his identity at the end of Homecoming, if he wanted to. Yeah. So, it, I don't understand why that's suddenly a big deal when secret identities aren't really a thing in this universe. Well, it didn't but, really matter until... I don't think he cared about it as much until it affected him and, like, his friends. Which is would be a spoiler, I guess. Yeah, so... That's really all I have to say before we get into spoilers. And there are a lot of spoilers in this. Uh, it's just fire So, yeah. If, if, <laughs> you haven't, if, you, if you haven't seen the movie... Um, Go back and watch it, pause this podcast, come back to it later, you know, here where we really think about the movie once we can go into a bit more detail. I'm actually surprised that we got like 15 minutes of non-spoiler talk in there. It's, yeah, 30. feels like more than we... We're halfway into the episode. Like, <laughs> Well, the first 15 minutes was like Doctor Strange stuff. Yeah. So I checked, it was 15 minutes when we actually started talking about the movie. But, yeah, so... Come back. Yeah, we're about to talk spoilers, so get out of here. Come back to us when you're ready. Uh, anyway, five, four, three, two, one. Yeah, so <laughs> they take the initial thing that I thought was going to kick it off and um, like they just drop his murder charge and his like terrorism charge instantly. Yeah. There, there was definitely more in the trailer, like, it, there were more, like, it was, in the trailer, it focused on the interrogation scene and stuff. Yeah. More than it did. And then all of them were yeah. talking about, like, we want a lawyer and stuff. And then, 
As soon as this all is the charges the, get this dropped... Is, this is the first time that that guy stood up and clapped. As soon as all the charges get dropped, Matt Murdock <laughs> is talking yeah. <laughs> to Spider-Man. And then, like... <sighs> Somebody throws a brick through their window because they're still mad at Spider-Man and they believe Mysterio or something. And Matt Murdock just, just catches the bridge it. like before like Spider-Man. Uh, Tom Holland, Peter Parker also had his like hand out to catch it. But Matt Murdock caught it right in front of him. He's like, how'd you do that? You're blind. He's like, I'm just a really good lawyer. And I was like, that's perfect for that, honestly. Just get him out of here. <laughs> yeah, like I like seeing you that. But yeah. the moment that the moment that that happened, it set the tone for the whole screening. And like that, after that dude stood up, turned around, You're like, and like shit, I was like, oh, it's gonna be a long movie. Because <laughs> I guess we'll go ahead and get out of the way. Yeah, Toby and Andrew were in this, and like I didn't know they were gonna be in it, but I was pretty sure. And I was like, if oh, this guy did this shit for Daredevil, I knew I, they like were in it his, because somebody sent a picture of the credits in a group chat I was in. <laughs> And let yeah. me let me tell you what it said. I gotta find it real quick. But <laughs> that's, that's gonna be tough. It's gonna be like starring Tobey Maguire, Andrew. No, Garfield, it said Tom stunt. Holland. It said stunt double to Mr. Garfield, stunt double to Mr. Maguire, stunt double to Mr. Molina, and stunt double to Mr. Defoe. Which I mean, you obviously knew the last two, but the first two, I was like, <laughs> that's that's that sucks. I mean, I was like. Well, I mean, uh, I, from all the stuff like, we've seen, I feel like 99% like, sure they were going to be in it anyways, you know? Yeah, I was... Now, granted, they were in this a lot more than I thought they were going to be. But I, yeah. we'll save that for later in the movie, because there's a lot of movie to talk about first. But I think that was the perfect introduction for Daredevil. I, I, I did not want it to be long. I think I I, I mentioned that earlier in one of the earlier podcasts. I, if you tried to make him be in this movie more, like, it's too crowded. Putting him in there for two minutes was almost too much. Um, Hell, I don't even know if it was two minutes, honestly. It probably wasn't. Felt like two minutes with the guy standing up and clapping in front of me, but... You just had a Anyway. (laughs) Anyway... Uh, yeah, so they take away, like, all of the serious stuff that you feel like he'd want to get out of, but the reason that this movie kicks off, the reason that some pretty big, terrible things are going to happen later in this movie, the reason all that happens is because MJ, Peter, and Ned don't get into MIT because of... Peter Parker being Spider-Man and Ned and MJ's, you know, how they associate them with, with Peter. Him. Yeah. And like... <laughs> I just feel like th- this isn't... Essentially, everything bad that happens in and because of this movie is because, you know... Peter Parker didn't want to go to community college. Yeah. Or Empire State University, which is where he goes in the comics and, you know, the other movies and stuff. Like, because he wanted to go to MIT and not there. Which is fine. But, like, you could just call up Pepper Potts. And, like, she would just give you a job at Stark Industries. Like, I would hate that. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I would I mean, despise what? if that happened. But I'm just saying that, like, the way this universe has been set up, it easily could. <laughs> so... At least they didn't. It just... It felt weird. Like, <laughs> this movie would have felt a lot different to me if they were like, yeah, you're gonna face some serious... You, MJ, and Ned are all gonna go to jail for life because you killed Mysterio, the American hero. Like... <laughs> But instead, they're like... He was saying, he's like, I'm from a different universe. (laughs) But instead, they were like, oh no, we didn't get into college. Let me go talk to my wizard for... Like, they're opening their letters at the coffee shop MJ works at, and then he looks up and sees a Halloween decoration. He's like, oh my god, Doctor Strange. He, like, takes it upon himself to go do that. (laughs) And he's like, he doesn't even talk to them about it. He just goes. I'm like, okay. He's a teenager, I guess, in in the movie. I, yeah, you know, you could blame it a lot on it being impulsive and hot, you know, whatever, but... Uh, Anyways, he goes to see Doctor Strange, who isn't... Which... This, uh, what's it called? He isn't Sorcerer Supreme, because he was gone for five years and Wong is Sorcerer Supreme. I love that. I think he, I think he I is. I think that. he is. I think Wong's just joking around. Because... I mean, I feel like been doing Strange crazy is stuff. still in charge. Yeah, yeah, he's just been around. Like <laughs> He fought Abomination. He's been talking to the Avengers. So, yeah, like... I, <laughs> I, I want to see what happens to him in the next movie. But anyway, uh, Doctor Strange like this, is mostly in this movie for no reason. <laughs> I feel like the snow in the Sanctum Santorum was there for no reason. It played no part. I, I guess, like, I, Wong I, left because of it, maybe? No, he went to go do something else. Like, Sorcerer Supreme duties or something. I don't know. I don't know. I think, like... I feel like in every property that Wong is in now, he's just, like, there for a minute, then he's like, alright, I'm gonna go do something else now. You know, I, I love it. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. Me too. <laughs> I, but, I'm out. <laughs> uh, Show face and leave. Like, that's what you gotta do. <laughs> Yeah, Doctor Strange is mostly in this movie for no reason, though. He doesn't do uh, it, really anything except cast a bad spell. Which, I feel like you could have done that with some science mumbo-jumbo, and it would have made more sense for Spider-Man and, like, what we've seen. But, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I feel like it was mostly because they're doing another multiverse thing with Doctor Strange soon. Yeah. I also wrote down that Doctor Strange is a terrible wizard. Like... I mean, I guess the spell was hard. Who knows? Not me. No, nah, he just he just feels like. I guess we've decisions. only we've only seen him in action in Doctor Strange, which is where he was learning and he was bad, and then in Infinity War, which he looked extremely proficient and great at what he was doing, and then now it's just like, is he a bad wizard? Like, is he terrible? He's probably fine. Um, but I'm glad they didn't make him the new, like, Tony Stark dad for Peter. Uh, he won't need it. I don't, I don't think he needs it anymore. Well, I don't think I don't think he ever needed it, but I'm, like... I think that's fair. He I, just I needed just, a way to get in the MCU, and then he was like, here's some crutches. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought that... I thought that, um... Uh, you know, we were going to pretty much get Tony Stark's replacement as this wizard now. 
and maybe he was going to learn magic. I don't know. But instead, like, Doctor Strange is just back to being an arrogant asshole, and I really like that. Nice. (laughs) Uh, He's, like, really, he's a dick to Peter. He's also, like, oh, I keep forgetting you're just a kid, but then he's, like... (laughs) You can call me Steven. It's strange. <laughs> yeah, he like he pities him and tries to help him with this spell, and then he gets mad at him during the spell. Then the spell breaks, and then he's like, "Yeah, well, I'm sorry that your last resort didn't work out. Just go to college." Or and he's like, "Last resort? You're the first person I came to." He's like, "What? You didn't call the admissions office? You didn't do this, this, and this?" And he's like, "Nah, I just came and knocked on your door, man." That was pretty funny. Then he goes like. After that, he goes to talk to, like, the admissions lady, and boom. And this is, Doc and this is where everything nowhere. kicks off. And then Green Goblin, well, like, after he absorbs, like, nanotech, and he's like, ooh, I like this. And then Peter gains control of it. Pretty much I, Doc Ock. I want to talk Green about Goblin the... shows up. I want to talk about the bridge fight scene. After seeing, like, comparing the fight scenes with... There's pretty much only one fight scene with Doc Ock uh, in it. And it's yeah. on the bridge. And I think it's probably because the arms are CGI now. Mm-hmm. But it just feels weightless compared to the Ra- like the fights in the Raimi movies. Which, granted, in the Raimi trilogy, like... Those fights were intense. Like, at the end of the first Spider-Man movie, the Green Goblin completely and utterly kicks Toby's ass and just, like... That that, that is a brutal fight. Yeah. And then he and kills himself, I, basically. Well, yeah. But later in this movie, we get a fight very similar to that. And that kind of oh, makes yeah. me wish... We kind of makes me wish that they put a little more care into making those arms feel like they have some weight and stuff like they did in the Raimi movie. I get they can't do it all, but the bridge fight was kind of disappointing uh, compared to what we've seen Ralph Molina as Doc Ock do before. But like you said, he's like, you're the wrong Peter. But then he absorbs the nanotech and... uh, he saves the admissions lady from dying and she's like I'll get you and your friends into college don't you worry and then she leaves yeah then Green Goblin so that's cool yeah he shows up and then Doctor Strange pulls him back in through a portal and just captures Doc Ock immediately so he's like neutralized well he was already like yeah he was already neutralized with the the nanotech on him because he had no control then. Yeah, I expected him to get out of that somehow. But, like, I was very surprised when Spider-Man got pulled back and then... Um, he is jailed away. And then, who is it? Isn't the Lizard also already in there? Yeah. Yeah, he had captured him because he, like, found a breach or something. And he's like, what is this? And he's like, whoop, you're in a cage. Yeah, the... Then he gets, like, Peter's friends and are like, Scooby-Doo this shit. Get it together. Yeah. Captures all of them. In a big fight yeah, scene, like, in the open. 
he gets Electro and Sandman because he was Sandman like didn't want to do anything, and they helped. Also, Peter he has like Electro. I think we should say that he has some green goop on his suit that someone put on him because they hate Spider Man now. Oh yeah, like and they like threw it at him. Yeah, it's not a new. Out. It's not a new suit. His suit's just inside out, and it's not a magic suit. He just has a little wristband that Doctor Strange gave him to transport people back to their cages. Yeah. But yeah, he gets he gets Sandman and he gets uh, Electro real quick. Something about Electro, I feel like this is a different Electro, and I don't like it. I don't think it feels like it, but like they just blamed it on like the change of universe and like why he looks different. Which is cool because no, nobody no, no, wanted no. to see him be blue. Like, like it's a different type of personality. Energy, yeah, yeah. That's fine that he's blue, you. that he's not blue, but he just seems like a different guy. <laughs> like that being said, it's a lot better than the guy he was in Spider Man Two, the Amazing Spider Man Two. You know, I don't know, like, because isn't that more I, like Electro in like, I guess like the old cartoons and probably the comics? He's more arrogant. He's not like a. a In the comics and stuff, he's just a freak. Yeah. He was like he was like, an. An electrician who would like you know go and work on the poles and stuff during power outages, and then he eventually just became this suit and charged himself up. But, uh, I I don't know. I like that he was a big nerd. I kind of wish he still was. I don't like how he's. You know, if they made him kind of neutral, that'd be fine. But they made him almost cool, <laughs> and I just don't like yeah. that at all. It was a def- It was a big change, which I was. It was off putting. It wasn't really explained well, but I also notoriously like the Amazing Spider-Man Two. Unironically, I haven't watched it uh, in a while. I just don't. I hated the design for him. I. I and the design for Goblin and that, I didn't like either. I didn't like the designs, and I felt like there was a lot going on in those movies that could have split it up, but, like, I have a soft spot in my heart for them, I think. Both yeah. of them. Um, yeah, so... He gets all of them... Like, the Green Goblin smashes his mask and turns back into Norman Osborn for a bit. I like that Aunt May was in charge of Feast, the thing from the video game. I don't know if we've gotten that before, but, I, you know, she's in charge of it. I think it's cool. <coughs> yeah, Excuse Norman Osborn's me. like, yeah, I'll just come out to help. Try to get everything back to normal. Yeah, and then he gets brought back to the Sanctum Sanctorum. Everyone's captured, and then Strange is like, oh, yeah, wait. let's go. What? I forgot to mention... The last person in the Sinister Six is a fucking tree. <laughs> I get, I, you know, I didn't think of it that way, but I guess he does accidentally he ex- capture a tree. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, in yeah. reality, Spoiler. I feel like the last person There's in the no Sinister six. six was was Peter Parker. Because what we'll get to next is he's like, look, Doctor Strange. I don't, I don't want to send them back to die. I want to save them. Because, look, I've already saved Norman Osborn. A decision that he will soon regret. Um, But then, you know, Spider-Man goes and steals the little cube that he's going to use to send them back. That he has the spell trapped in. And, you know, he kicks Spider-Man out of his body. 
but Spider-Man still has some control over it. They have I a fight, it's... which the fight is the fight is really cool. I think his Spidey sense was just like what kept him from. What was yeah, it? probably yeah. From I don't remember what Doctor Strange was doing. Like he, he was, was like trying dodging. to get the box. Yeah. Oh he yeah, he had the box, the box in his then... hands and it was, it was just moving. Yep. And then they had, the the fight scene was really cool. It took him all the way to like the Grand Canyon. Well, well they were yeah they were in the mirror dimension. So now <clears throat> they tried to make Peter seem smart here. I feel like they didn't do a good because like he just was like hey. This is a shape. Geometry. And then he fixes it. Like, yeah, he's smart. He realizes it's a certain shape that he can do, whatever. I feel like it would be changing, though, you know. Break. But he, like, this is a small gripe that I have. It's probably nitpicky, but I feel like if he'd, like, shot a few of them and be like, hey, this is working, and then done some more stuff and been like, and then Strange is like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, yeah, this was a... A simple shape. Math is better than magic. Bye. Yeah. So I he, I mean, he's he steals the sling ring, traps Strange in the mirror dimension, and comes back. Then he gives and the sling ring to Ned. Yes. <laughs> Earlier in the movie, Ned is like, "Hey, Doctor Strange, my grandma says I'm magic. Do you think I'm magic?" And he's like, "My grandma no. says there's magic in our family." <laughs> and I was like. Okay, I thought it and was. Like, I thought that was it. <laughs> I thought it was a throwaway line too. But, but then he gives him the sling ring, and he's like, "Look, I'm gonna go save these people. You go to a special place. If you don't hear from me, send these assholes back to their universe. At least we tried." Then they head out to Happy Hogan's apartment. <laughs> yes. And there's a box and, in there from, like, and I guess MJ, it's the same machine from the Quinjet in Far From Home. Yes, the machine that I hate the most. The machine that can make anything. The machine that made the suit that he wanted, which was the same suit that he already had, but a different color and maybe some more features or whatever, that everyone was like, Spider-Man did make his own suit. No, he didn't. This stupid machine that can make anything, apparently. The biggest, like... Well, I'm sure it's made out. It, it uses nanotech. You know, like it, it does. I guess which nanotech in the MCU the is like one of the biggest plot crutches <laughs> that there has been, especially well, going, in the Spider-Man movies. Plot twist: They're going away with it. Spoiler for people who haven't got to the end. You know, I'm, we'll yeah. see it in Black Panther. I'm sure, but that's probably the extent of it. Um, I'm probably fine with it as long as Spider-Man stops using it. Yeah, <laughs> like. Um, Anyways, back to the, the happy yeah, so thing. They, They're going like, this is how we fix it. And all of a sudden, you, they see Alfred, uh, Doc Ock, they put like a chip on his his spine. They pretty it's, much reinstalled the inhibitor chip. Like Norman he, Osborn, which Norman Osborn says the classic line from Spider-Man 1. I'm I, something of a scientist myself. Yeah. And that dude clapped when he said that. Gosh. I love. I that. was like, he, I think that's he hilarious. He didn't I would stand hate up. it if I was there. He didn't stand up that time, but he sure as hell clapped, and that really I, pissed I would, me off. Because I'm like, have, yeah, yeah, that is the same line he says 
in the first movie when he meets twenty Tony years McGuire's ago, Peter Parker. <laughs> yeah, he said that. Okay, he said it again. Cool. I uh, think that's hilarious from right here that he clapped, but I would have hated hate that. Anyways. Oh, it happens again. I'll let you know when it happens again because it keeps coming. <laughs> Anyways, they're doing all this stuff to fix everybody. He makes like this thing that drains the the power out of Electro. Which Electro but doesn't really want, but he's doing anyway. I don't think they did anything for... Was Sandman with him at that point? Yeah, he was just still in the Sandman. Sandman was there. <coughs> they didn't... So, pretty much, they only made... Uh, so far, they've only made the one the for Electro and the one for Doc Ock. He was the in the truck stayed or in a truck. So, but, like, Which, the thing with me is, like, why didn't Sandman just turn into his, like, per- like human form? Uh, it's because... It's because they... The guy who plays him, I forget his name. He had a scheduling conflict and couldn't come back for filming. So. Oh, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, that's that, that's <laughs> that's the only... Like, he was really bummed out about it, too, because he really wanted to come back, but he had a scheduling conflict. So that's why he is CGI for 98% of this movie, and the 2% he's not. Those scenes are like pulled... Scenes. Well, they're pulled directly from Spider-Man 3. So, I didn't know that. Yeah. If you watch it again, if you look out for it, like, directly from Spider-Man 3. <laughs> I, well, like, also the thing, they see, they definitely de-aged. They de-aged Alfred Molina. I'm sure they yeah. de-aged Willem Dafoe a little bit. They also, didn't. can we talk about Willem, Willem Dafoe, Dafoe, like, ate this shit up. Like, he, he, acted he does not get credit. Everybody off the set. Like, he... And he only came oh. back. Did you see why he only came back? He's like, so I'll only he, come back if I do all my own stunts. And I was like, that's a badass. Yeah, like... <laughs> and he's like 60-something. No, I love I love Willem. He's, a, he's an amazing actor. Um, he plays a villain so well. But this is the only movie that I can think of where he plays a villain. Is the green... Like, I don't know if it Here's was just thing. me watching his performance in Spider-Man 1 so much as a kid... But like I see him in American Psycho playing a playing a good guy, he's in uh, The Wolf of Wall Street playing a cop, stuff like that. He always just seems so sinister in his acting. Like he was made for this role. He and I think he's on. I think if he's not on par, he's close. I would say I would put him up there with like Heath Ledger as Joker, or Mark Hamill as Joker. They are like. Those are who you think of when you think of the Joker. Like, Green Goblin can't be anybody else right now, other than Willem Dafoe, I think. I think he Which, has severely, like, outdone himself with it consistently. Like, obviously two movies, but he was also... Two movies is, like, a main character. He was, he had reprising roles in Spider-Man 2 and 3. Yeah, I... If you look on the last page of the notes, the show notes, I said, does Willem Dafoe's performance ruin the chances of another Norman Osborn in the MCU... Oh, I didn't even see that, if I'll be honest. Yeah, like, I, I feel like it does. Um, I, I, probably. I feel like... I feel like but... It's a, it, it's, a, it's a good thing and a bad thing, because, like, we get to see Willem Dafoe come and act his chops off for this movie and play this character. Like, you can tell that he loves playing this character, and it really comes through. And he is... By far the best bit of acting in this movie. I fa- I'm, I'm going to say a spoiler for like later on in the episode, which we're going to have to run through a lot of this, is that with the, the way the movie ends, I think 
it has opened up now to where Ned could be Hobgob- Hobgob- become Hobgoblin. Fuck. Sorry. But yeah. Yes. So. He's magic. And he was really, wearing that orange and blue jacket. So he had the colors on already. necessarily need a green goblin. I don't think. Plus, I mean, there's supposed yeah, to be another um, trilogy. The the producer, not, was it? Feige might have said it, but they've already like got Tom Holland signed on for three more movies, even though he like made comedy. He's like, I don't know. Tom Holland's like, I don't know. I'm like, you're already signed on from what they say. So you do. Yeah. He... I have something to say about that later. Okay. But yeah, anyway. I just... I like... Harry Osborn's probably my favorite Spider-Man adjacent character. I find him really interesting. He'll uh, be introduced soonish, probably. With the, I, probably the next Spider-Man movie. I don't think so. I think... Willem Dafoe's performance in this movie means the Osborns aren't going to exist in the MCU. I, I think that's fair, because Willem Dafoe is the man. I know that Tom Holland wants Timothy Chalamet to play Harry Osborn. I know that. Which, I mean, necessarily, he doesn't have to be bad, you know? Like, they could have, like, the, the Norman Osborn in, in the MCU, like, killed off or something. Like, he'd, he'd be dead. And yeah, just, like, have his son. Like, I don't know. Chilling. I feel like they're gonna stay away from it all. You know, we'll see what they do. But I do think that while we're on Willem Dafoe's performance, I do think that that greatly decreases the chance of us seeing one of the MCU, which is fine. You know, there's plenty of Spider-Man villains to be yeah. told about out there. But I would agree. I I would honestly say that. I don't know. I take that back. I was about to say that Willem Dafoe as Norman Osborn is a better character than Heath Ledger's Joker, but I don't know if I want to make that claim. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it'd be it'd be. I think it is a valid argument, but I don't yeah. think one has to be better than the other. Um, You're but right. on to like speaking of Green Goblin, turns out speeder <laughs> speeder. <laughs> Peter's spidey Peter. sense goes off in the middle of like all of this. That's a good scene. Of, like everything, and like he's looking around, and like we don't know what's going on. And like he webs Norman Osborn's hand to a machine, and then yeah. he's the green. He's been the Green Goblin the whole time. He hasn't been Norman Osborn. I no, I don't think so. Well, no, he was. He was Norman Osborn, but he was just, like, watching, he's, and then he took. He's back been over. like, I've been watching this from behind. Yeah. Norman's eyes or whatever. I I know I talked about the cinematography stuff earlier. I will say the the scene where the short snippet of the spider sense thing when it zoomed in on Peter's face as he walks around, he looks really concerned and he's searching for the problem. That was shot really well. I liked that. I that agree. was an interesting shot. And I, th- uh, I don't think that, we haven't that, seen something like that before with Spider Man. Where it's like no. focused on him just walking around looking for a problem. Everything else like in the background is kind of... I can't remember the word, but it's not focused. Yeah, yeah. It's is just that, focused on him. It was cool. That's the, that's the one bit of camera work that stood out to me in a positive light. But, yeah, so... With this... Uh, you know, Ralph Molina 
is still good. He's got the inhibitor chip back, but uh, at first, the, this way this scene was shot, I thought it was going to be the lizard breaking out, but I didn't expect it to be Gabo, you know, ready to go. But then he convinces Electra to take off the like power inhibitor, and then and then Sandman just dips, and you know they all like, start. I just want to go home. <laughs> yeah, they they all start tussling, and uh, Green Goblin. There's a big fight. This fight is intense. Oh yeah, Aunt May also runs out with like the, the I guess the cure for Green Goblin. Oh yeah, for so, for somebody, and she runs, and then like the fight happens, and then Peter Parker gets Batista bombed through the entire building on every floor. Yes, he got absolutely whacked. By he Green doesn't Goblin. get. He doesn't get, like, destroyed as much as Toby does at the end of Spider-Man 1. Mainly because he has, like, a nanotech armored suit on at this point. Yeah. But, yeah, no, he just gets absolutely pummeled. Demolished. And, yeah, he's down at the bottom, and, uh, this scene felt weird to me now. You know, all the other villains have ran away or whatever. Goblin is there talking to Peter. Aunt May is there with them. They're trying to escape the building, but the building is like surrounded. J. Jonah Jameson's there for whatever reason. They're all having a fight. And then, you know, the. I feel like this was done in a very weird and wrong way. So the glider comes in, slams into Aunt May, right? Yeah. But there's no knives, no blood or anything. She just kind of gets th- tossed aside. Well, but well, that happens. And then he throws yeah. a bomb at her. And they obviously both of them take recoil. And, like, there's wreckage everywhere, you know? So, like, there's yeah, just, just stuff sticking up or something. And then, like, Peter jumps and, like, smacks the grenade. Like, he doesn't, like, web it or anything. He smacks it. And he was still super close to it. Like, yeah. But it knocks everybody back. I just feel like this was a weird triple fake out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because at you... first the gli- the glider hits her and that doesn't kill her. There's no like blood or whatever. Which it's weird. Maybe they were trying to keep it as like a bloodless death. But you know they're... the MCU is is the MCU is it chooses to be bloodless at weird times. Yeah. And I feel like this is one of them. You know, I feel like it would have been more impactful just to have the glider, like, pierce her. And then them to have a nice conversation, like, as she's dying. But instead, it's like, okay, the glider hits her. Okay, she wasn't stabbed. She's not gonna die. Bomb goes in. Oh, shit, she might die. Oh, the bomb doesn't really get her. They stand she up. They out. have this They have this whole conversation. Peter's like, we shouldn't have tried to help them. And she's like, you should have. With great power comes great responsibility. And then he's like, yeah, mom, let's go. And then they start to walk. And then she's like <coughs> falling over. And now she's bleeding out of nowhere and dying. Like, it just felt like a weird fake. It like, she should have just like stayed on the ground. The Not death really. wasn't as impactful because they made you think it was going to happen three times. They kept, like, teasing you, and then by the third time, I was just like, I don't care as much, because I don't think she's gonna die, and then she does. 
So, yeah. like, I feel like the death could have been more impactful, more meaningful. It if it hadn't have been such a weird bloodless fake out. I'm not saying it needs to be gory or whatever. I'm just saying like, if she's gonna get hit with the glider and that's gonna make her like die, then then maybe make have the glider like make her die. Yeah. <laughs> you know, don't have all these extra steps. I agree. And this is another weird thing because if you think about it, Aunt May dies because Peter's friends didn't get into college, it, yeah. into the college they wanted to go to. Yeah. And that's where oh, I think th- that's where I think the plot of this movie is weird. <laughs> like, I mean, it's also like at that point it had shifted to where he just wanted to help the guys, like the the villains, <laughs> instead yeah. of like I want to get into college, which I mean, which is still like an underlying thing. But <sighs> also, we never explained the villains get here because apparently it's just pulling in people who knew who Spider Man was. I don't think... Like, cool? I don't get it? Yeah. Electro didn't know who Spider-Man was. Did the li- Yeah, the lizard did. Electro didn't know Spider-Man was Peter Parker, but he just hated Spider-Man. Yeah, but Doctor Strange said we wanted to make everyone forget Sp- who Spider-Man was Peter Parker, but the spell is pulling people in who knew Spider-Man was Peter Parker. That's not true. That'll come up later, but... Maybe he... I don't remember the second Amazing Spider-Man movie, so I, I couldn't tell you. Maybe did he, he find he out at the end or something? No, and they make a point of it later. Remember in the movie, but yeah. Remember. So at this point, you know the cops are there and everything. Everybody's freaking out. So they dip. You know, Spider-Man dips because Happy Hogan gives himself up by driving in and distracting yeah. them. Basically, even though Happy did nothing, he just got detained. but peter gets away he goes to the top of the school his favorite spot and then we cut to (sighs) ned and mj chilling not yeah they're they're like we haven't heard from peter yet should we press the button and make everybody go home no let's not do it and then they're like thing that happened like they just die like We've seen them die before, you know? Like, okay. No, I guess at that point, like, they didn't know how the plan was going or whatever. But they hadn't heard from him. But then, she's like, oh, we need to find him. Use that ring. And somehow, yeah, Ned uses the sling ring. Says, I need to find Peter Parker. He opens a portal. And there is a Spider-Man in an alley. And I said... I could tell by the spider on the back of the suit. I was like, "Hey, look, it's Andrew it. Garfield's here." And he comes and I in was and like, like, "Who are you?" Well, I was like, "There's still a lot of movie left." <laughs> yeah. So I, at first, I thought this was gonna be a brief cameo. I thought they were gonna notice that wasn't there, Peter, and close the portal before he came through. I don't think like, they, they were that. Per- I thought perceptive, you know. I thought he was. He just shows a- up with new suits. I guess. I thought he was only going to be there for like a split second. They were going to close it before he came through. But no, he steps through. They have a conversation. They take off the mask and he's like, no, I'm Peter Parker from another universe. Also, Andrew Garfield is very good in this movie. 
I agree. I would. Andrew Garfield I, all of them is the best Spider-Man well. in this movie. I think that is a very arguable, like a very good argument. This, I mean, it makes I'm gonna, me. I'm going to go ahead and go on a little bit. After they yeah. summon that Peter Parker, they summon another one, and it's Tobey Maguire in street clothes. And the, the, uh, this they is another this, thing. Both I their thought body that, I thought go that off he... at the same time, and they fight for like a second. Yeah. Like, whoa. Oh well, at first, before they call in the other one, she's like, and he's like, I don't believe that you're Spider Man. Climb on the wall, and he's like, I'm not gonna climb on the wall. I don't want to climb on the ceiling. From like the ceiling with like and then, his fingertips. Yeah, he jumps up <laughs> and does that, and he's like, Is this enough? She's like, No, crawl around. <laughs> He starts to crawl around. Like, it's pretty funny. Well, no, he didn't it's... crawl around until Ned's grandma came down and was like, get the cobwebs in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes and gets him. He's like, is that good? He the does that... that he does that very awkward, great, I think. stuttery Peter Parker thing really well. Uh, he play Like, his Peter Parker's not the best Peter Parker, but he plays it really well. And... Uh, yeah, so... Kobe McGuire's thirty-something-year-old. When he came in, forty. He's 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 so Andrew Garfield is thirty-eight. Uh, Tobey Maguire is forty-six. Yeah. Andrew I think Garfield Tobey Maguire is forty-six. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'm yeah, fair. You can look it up if you want, but I'm fairly certain. Uh, when Tobey Maguire came God, in in street he, clothes, he is. He looks so young. Jeez. Yeah. When Tobey Maguire came in in street clothes, I thought that they definitely weren't going to be in the movie for long. Clapping. Oh, there was so much clapping. So much. Oh, God. Dude stood up again. That's a fair assumption, I think. He stood up again for Andrew Garfield, but then he stood up again for even longer and clapped even louder for Tobey Maguire. Now, what frustrated me about this is that there was dialogue happening while everybody was clapping. And I was like, I can't hear. (laughs) I don't know what they're saying. And it really upset me. Yeah. And I really liked that scene when they saw each other. Just like the fight thing that happened. Like, it wasn't really a fight. They just, like, shot webs at each other. And they I both, was pretty... like, did the same move. Yeah. It was pretty was cool like, seeing them both there like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they, they talk a little bit. They're like, yeah, I'm both Peter Parker. We're both Spider-Man. They both made it clear that they don't, they keep, they still have their secret identities. So, you know, they made that differentiation very clear. One of them was in the suit, one of them was in street clothes, that's why. Um, yeah, they've both, and they're like, they've both aged up, so this is both later on. Yeah. They're like, oh yeah, mine was the Chrysler building, mine was the Empire State building, better view, ha <laughs> And then they're like, where's his? And she's like, oh, the top of the school where we almost what made out before view. Ned cock blocked us. What a crappy view. <laughs> like, I don't know, man, he was, he, he was staring at his lady, he wasn't looking, he was looking at a different kind of view, you know what I mean? And then like, Ned and MJ show up to the top of the roof. And Just like, comfort him. Like, we brought back up and then all of a sudden you see two spider-man chilling on top of the building and you're like nice <laughs> one of them one of them still in street clothes yeah <laughs> um yeah they do the whole introduction they're like 
he's like, yeah, Aunt May said with great power comes great responsibility. And he's like, yeah, my Uncle Ben told me that on the night he died. And then Andrew Garfield is like, my Uncle Ben also told me that on the night he died, which is not true. Because in the first Amazing Spider-Man movie, Uncle Ben is like, he says with great power comes great responsibility without saying it. Because he's like, I can't use the same line they used in the last of the movie. They're going to be like, you know... You're a really good guy, and with being a good guy means you gotta be a great guy, and you gotta be responsible, Peter. You gotta. Why are you always coming home late? Why are you robbing this milk store? Oh my God, I'm shot. Not very responsible of you, Peter. Ah. Yeah. Like he says something like, like that. <laughs> then they're talking and like, you're my MJ or whatever, and then like, yeah, he's like, and Toby's like, I can't remember if that happened. But then Andrew Garfield's like, I lost mine. And yeah. he goes on this rant. He's like, I got angry and I just didn't start. I stopped pulling my punches, which I mean, that's fa- I think that's a famous thing that like Spider-Man pulls all of his punches. Yes. Because he yes. could kill anybody he hits. Yes. He could absolutely demolish anybody that he hits, which so yeah, to back up, I guess a little bit. Um, they were like, when did you learn to be a real hero? Uh, or what pivotal death caused you to be a real hero? For Toby, he was like, it was my Uncle Ben. And I was like, for Andrew, it was also his Uncle Ben. But he's like, just kidding, it's Gwen Stacy. She was my MJ. And I was like, you don't you don't know MJ. Yeah, she's just there. Like, <laughs> what? Yeah, MJ's in your universe. Like, they just yeah, went she, with Gwen because they just did MJ. <laughs> she, she, she was in some deleted scenes. Gwen, well, was, all, Gwen, Gwen was, was also, also in Toby's in- universe. Yeah, uh, yes, she was. They almost, <laughs> didn't they almost get together or something in the third one? No, they just like, well, he took her out on a date when he was evil Spider-Man to make MJ jealous. Yeah. So, kind of, not really. That happens. Because then Gwen was like, did you only bring me here to make her jealous? And he was like, yeah. And then he went and had a cool dance in the streets. Yeah. But Nice. Spider-Man uh, 3 is the greatest film of all time. Anyway. Shut up. <laughs> um, yeah, so they, they go through this and they're like, look, we got to help you. What can we do to help you? And they make all the... Yeah, he, 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 he did the whole I stopped pulling my punches thing. This Spider-Man does not sound, look, or act like a guy who stopped pulling his punches and got better. He is having fun. He is acting circles around the other two Spider-Men. He is the best Spider-Man in this movie, I think. Like I which makes me Out of sad. The three, Tom Holland's last. <laughs> Toby Maguire, I, Toby Maguire did exactly what he needed. He's the old guy. Like <laughs> Toby Maguire was the exact version of a slightly older Toby Maguire Spider-Man because perfect. Exactly. Because in those what we wanted. Peter Parker lacked any charisma. He had no charisma at all. And Tobey Maguire comes in and gives a performance with no charisma. <laughs> so, yeah, he's the same guy. And, yeah, Andrew Garfield's the same guy, too. But he just, he is head and shoulders above the others in this movie. And it like- makes me sad because out of the three... He's the one who wanted to be Spider-Man the most. And 
he just had the worst luck when it came to the what he was given. The team, yeah. He like the movie team. He was never the problem in those movies. He was like him and then his chemistry with Emma Stone in those movies were really like a shining beacon of hope. It's in, weird how in, all of like the actors that have played Spider-Man dated like their counterpart. Like Tobey Maguire got married to someone else. Yeah. But him and I I can't remember name dated and then Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone dated for a while. And now Tom yeah. Holland and Zendaya are dating. Yeah, no, it's yeah, you're right. It is it's a weird odd. parallel. But but I guess that's whatever. what happens. It's how but Brad yeah. Pitt and Angelina Jolie got married, but then they broke up. So But throughout this whole movie, Andrew Garfield is the best Spider Man, I think. I think that's I think that is a fair argument. <clears throat> but regardless, yeah, so they go and they go to the lab. And they're like, look. We finally get to see them do sciencey stuff. Yes. Which we haven't seen this Peter Parker do. Uh, we didn't really see Toby's do it ever. We saw Andrew's do it a lot because we saw him make his web shooters. In the second one, like, we saw him make his web shooters immune to electricity and all that stuff. Like, we've seen it the most with him. And this is where um, we get to find. We finally get the scene where they address the web shooters in this scene, and I love it. <laughs> yes, he's like, "Mine's organic," and they're like, "What? Does it only come out of your hands?" Yeah, he, like, <laughs> he's like, "Yes." <laughs> what starts it? They pass him, and they're like, "Hey, here's some web fluid," and he's like, "What's that for?" And they're like, "Do the web shooters? What are you? What?" And he's like, "Nah, man, I got these weird little, weird little white patches on my wrist." And then they're like, don't you ever just, like, run out of web like we do? And he's like, not really. And they're like, you've never been web blocked? And he's like, I guess there was this one time where I was just going through something and, like, I couldn't shoot web. And I was yeah. like, okay. Yeah, no. That- then, like, something with this part that he's like, I've been thinking about this for, like, 20 years. Like, a, 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 an antidote for Green Goblin. And then he makes it. And I'm like, why you been thinking about that for 20 years? Like, how do you know it would work, you know? Well, it's like his biggest regret because he wanted to save... I understand save, it's his biggest regret, like... Re, not he wanted regret, to save Harry. Ah, uh, yeah, because he lost his best friend. Then he's That came up in that scene, too, when Ned yeah. was talking to Toby. They're like, they're like, hey, Toby, do you have a, a best friend? I did. And he's like... He, he died in my arms. <laughs> after, he, after he tried to kill me or whatever. Yeah. And, like... Ned was like, Ned should have been like, what was his name? Because what if he was like Ned, but nah, he was like Harry Osborne. He's like, oh, okay. Which, that scene makes me think that Ned is going to become Hobgoblin. <laughs> even though I Ned, guess. even though Ned was the third Hobgoblin, I don't think it matters. It there were two other ones that are irrelevant. Make it Ned. Three movies not? from now, it won't. <laughs> yeah. But... Also, I like that there was a reference to the infamous Sony Spider-Man emails. Do you recall those? The leaked emails? No. Well, they were like, yeah, in between Spider-Man 2 and when they announced all the other movies, there were leaked emails and they were like, yeah, kids want to see Spider-Man, you know, doing parkour and all this stuff and talking about memes and stuff. (coughs) And uh, 
you know, everything's got to be no big deal. You know, Spider-Man's got to jump off the building. No big deal. He's got to fight a bad guy. It's no big deal. And then Andrew Garfield was like, yeah, I can do it. It's no big deal. What? It's no big deal. So that was a reference to some leaked emails. And that dude in front of me clapped for that, too. I can't believe that. What? Like, he's like, he's like, it's no big deal. Yeah, woo! Like, I get it. I understand the reference, but you shouldn't clap for it. You shouldn't clap for any of this, but you definitely shouldn't clap for that. Uh, you know? Anyways, they make the antidotes and stuff, and they're like, all right, let's go. Don't they, don't they like, call into J. Jonah Jameson's show? They do. They're, they're like, like, we're going to be at the Statue of Liberty, so... Come on down, boys. Just trying to help people. Yeah. And... They, you know, go and they pop each other's backs and stuff and well, they no, talk about no, that's a reference. That's a reference, Jake. Yes, 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 because <laughs> because Toby McGuire broke his back. No, he didn't clap for this, I don't think. What? It's because wait, wait. Toby Maguire got in, injured on like the filming of a set before Spider Man two. Yep, and he almost didn't come back. And they almost recasted him with Jake Gyllenhaal. And maybe he... Spider Man in Spider Man two. They made a reference to it as well. <laughs> he's like, oh, my back. <laughs> so he's like, I got to stretch this thing out. <laughs> this whole scene, like, maybe he, maybe like, he, this is hilarious, awkward stuff. I think that, I think that he actually did clap for a second or like get giddy in his seat whenever Andrew popped Toby's back. It was so lit. That whole scene was just funny. Like them just shooting it, you know, <laughs> I was like, I love this. Yeah. This is exactly what we needed from that, at least, you know? Yeah, I I feel like it was weird that... So they start fighting all the people and they try to cure them one by one. They're not doing a good job. They suck at it because they're not working Let's, as a team. We got to team up, yeah. And they're Anybody like, ever worked in a team? No. And, yeah, Tom Holland's the only one that's worked in a team. He's like, I was in the Avengers, and they're like, what was that? Yeah, so... They, he becomes the leader of the team. He becomes the leader of the team, which I feel is weird. I feel like dynamic-wise, it should have been Toby, but whatever. I feel like he didn't do much leading in this, which is I feel like what his role was gonna be, but it really wasn't. Also, Toby has fought on a team before. He teamed up with Harry Osborn, so he's kind of had a team dynamic. After he tried to kill him, I guess. Yeah, he. Well, remember they teamed up and yeah. fought at the end of Spider-Man Three. There was a big thing, and they were working well it's together. It's been so long since I've watched that movie, Jake. You gotta understand. I watched it like last spring, so I watched all five of the old Spider-Man movies. I need to, but all this but, is going on. Uh, there was a cool, not a cool scene, but like an interesting scene where they were like, "What's the coolest enemy you fought?" And he's like, "Toby's like I fought a black eight I fought a little black sludge alien. Yeah. And he's like, Tom Holland's like, oh, cool. I fought a purple alien in outer space. And Andrew Garfield's like, oh, man, I suck. I just fought some dude in a rhino outfit or whatever. A big metal rhino suit, which we didn't even get to see, first off. Yeah. We, yeah. Second off, and then they're like, hold up. We're just going to blow, blow past this? You went to space? You know? Yeah. <laughs> And 
I just wanted to go back to that, but yeah, they start fighting, they go, they start working together as a team. I think they cure Sandman first, so they turn him yeah. back into a regular guy. That After scene, Sandman awful, like almost suffocates Tobey Maguire. <laughs> yes, that scene cool. is pulled directly from Spider-Man Three when he turns back into a regular fellow. Um, Doc Ock is there, but he team doesn't he team up with them kind of. Yeah, he's helping them. Yeah, and he gets one of his arms <coughs> chopped off by I think Goblin. Yeah. Uh, Le- Electro's there. there Lizard's there. Quickly. Yeah, that second. You think what? I think Lizard was second to get cured, right? No, well, I so, guess third in the scheme of things, but in this battle, second. Yeah, and his when he gets cured, that is also pulled from the Amazing Spider-Man one because he didn't come back for filming. Uh. That's why, like, the animations for the mouth, like, the animations for the lizard, the reason why he looked so weird is most of them were pulled from Spider-Man 1, and he just dubbed over them, so the mouth doesn't line up and everything. That's some CGI work that I thought was off-putting. So look out for that when you see it again. Um, I don't remember how they cured Electro. I think they just, like... They just put that on him, and, like, it happened real quick. Because uh... he, cause he was... Charging up drained. or something. I don't remember what he was doing, but for some reason it just popped off real quick. So it was the same thing they were trying to do earlier, but it just worked faster. And then, wait, Green Goblin showed up late. This is Also, yeah, we so, skip back the whole thing. Like, Ned and MJ are back at the school, and then, like, they open the portal. They ne- they could never close the portal that they got the Spider-Man there with. Oh, yeah, they did. Oh, wait, wait. Ned, no, he never closed it. I meant. I thought you meant the ones earlier. Yeah, you're right. You're right. The ones Cause now. Because he he's not a real magician. But he <laughs> is a real hobgoblin. But like, they end up having to go into it because the lizard goes in there. One of the Spider Men chases after him. I don't remember which one. I think it's. So they're fighting in the school. Then they all. I go think back it's Tom Holland's. Oh yeah, that was a callback to in the Amazing Spider-Man one, the school fight that the, the lizard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude clapped where for Stan that. Where Stan Lee's cameo is. Dude clapped for that. Nice. Then why? Big explosion happens. I get. I think this is where Green Goblin shows up. Well, no, he shows up right there at the end when they're like, "All right, everybody's cured except for the Green Goblin." Let me let me hit this button. Like, but like. Ned and MJ are about to fall. Ned doesn't fall like at all, I don't think. I don't know. He just loses he th- MJ's he, hanging. He throws the bomb into the into the magic box. That's right. He shows up, throws the bomb in the magic box. Um I don't know, does that destroy the box? Yes. And that's okay. when the spell gets unleashed. And that's when Doctor Strange comes back and sees all the Spider-Men fighting together. And he's like... He goes to the top of the statue. He's like, I gotta hold this back. He's like, give me that ring back, boy. And Ned loses the ring. And then, yeah, he goes up and he's trying to contain the spell. He's trying to keep then, everyone who knows Peter... Everyone who knows Peter Parker Spider-Man from coming in. Yeah. Um, they continue... Then Tom Holland goes to save a falling MJ... Gets cut off by the Green Goblin. 
And obviously yep. the thing everybody expected to happen, Andrew Garfield saves her because he's not going to let it happen again. Dude stood up and clapped so long for that. <laughs> I love that. I despise In the aftermath, I love that. <laughs> I despise him. He like... And then, like, um, sure, he couldn't catch one girl, but he can catch the... Also, like, <coughs> if he had approached saving Gwen the same way he approached saving MJ right then, he would have done it, probably. <laughs> like... He was younger. I mean, he'd... Re- he pre- he pre- fuck, I can't speak. He replayed that, like... I, I guess. Say, he replayed that moment in his, like, head so many times, he's like, this is how I would do it, you know? Yeah, how I, I guess. Done it. I guess, but... You know, whatever. <laughs> so that yeah. happens. So he's he, Tom Holland, Tom Holland gets hit sh- by the he gets hit by the glider, which is why he can't uh, save, her. save her. And then he you know does the classic like in every Spider-Man video game ever when you fight the Green Goblin, you punch out the bottom of the motor and the thing goes crazy and lands. So that's a callback to Spider-Man video games. Dude in front of me didn't get it. He didn't clap. So I stood up and clapped in his ears. I, I I know you didn't actually, but anyway, yeah. Reference <laughs> then, like, to the, the, to lands the old the Spider-Man sh- arcade game. Yes, yeah. so they land on Captain America's shield, which is on the statue. Thank God it broke off. Reason. Get that out of here. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> like okay. Now now it's on, in the water. They land on that. Tom Holland starts beating the absolute dog crap out of him, um, and he is about to stab about him to with, kill him. About to stab him with the front of the glider. And this is when every like all like Toby, Andrew, MJ, and Ned are all just watching. <laughs> He's about to kill him, and Toby comes down and stops it from happening. Which the way he stopped it is the same way he stopped Goblin from killing him in the first Spider-Man movie. He's thrusting down, and then he grabs the blade, and he's like, "Ah, don't, don't stab me!" Ah. And then everybody clapped. Um. Yeah, so he stops him from killing Toby him. He's like, hey. In the back. Which, if you're going to stab Toby, just kill him. I disagree. I. Because here's the thing nobody wants to see Toby Maguire's Spider Man die. I think it would have been impactful. I think. I, 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 I feel think like his, his role I, in the so, movie wasn't warranted of that, though. Well, look, look, he didn't make up. as big an impact as it could have for that to happen this ties back to what i was saying at the beginning of the movie i think that tom holland spider-man is going to be in dr strange multiverse of madness because i think he originally died in this scene and i think during reshoots they changed it so they could bring him back for the new dr strange movie i i think that's going to happen because Sam Raimi's directing it. He directed Toby Spider-Man movies. And all the scenes afterwards where he's like, oh, I'll be all right. I've been stabbed before. They feel, you know, after that, they got Toby and Andrew back together. I don't think they got anyone else. Because the way that it looks like they were inserted later doesn't look like they were on set. When they're in the background, whenever uh, they're looking up at Doctor's, like, it just doesn't feel right. It feels like it was done as a part of a reshoot and put back in. So I think he originally died, and then I think that they're going to bring him back for Multiverse of Madness or some other future property. Maybe not that one, but with the six weeks of reshoots, I feel like they put Tobey Maguire in it. Maybe. 
Which um, I, I didn't... Personally, I didn't want him to die. I just um, think why... Like... Because, I mean, he didn't get stabbed in, like, the heart or anything. It just showed him getting, like, stabbed in the back. I just... Know? I I hate moments like that where it's, like... They make you... I get it. Like, if someone's falling off a cliff and then they end up grabbing onto a rock at the last second... Or they had a rope tied around them and stuff. But they tried to get that cheap emotional payoff. Because they wanted you to think he was going to die. But then not do it. If you're going to do that. Like go all in. Go all the way through. But me notoriously we all know. I like a movie where everybody dies or whatever. We know that's my thing. We've talked about that before. Um, Which I'm. Personally I'm glad he didn't die. I didn't want to see my childhood Spider-Man die. Um, I did, but it's fine. I just think yeah, it was all of a sudden like I think it was weird. Just, like, still sitting there and gets stabbed in the neck by the, the the antidote. You know who has that? Uh, Does Andrew Garfield bring that down? I th- yeah, he threw it to him. Okay, and he caught it and just like, and Goblin did nothing. He just stood there and took it, and then all of a sudden he's like, "Oh God, what have I done?" Yeah, which in many ways. That's a worse punishment than death. And then... Be, I, also, originally... send them back to their I, universes? I think that... I That's another reason why I think Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man was meant to die. I think that was supposed to be a bigger emotional moment for Norman Osborn than it was. Yeah. I think because so. He, because he was supposed to see... You know, usually he goes on these goblin benders and he doesn't remember it. He just sees stuff in the news and whatever. But this time, I think the last time now that he's cured, he was supposed to look down and see his son's best friend essentially dying. And, like, I think Toby died in his arms and stuff, but they changed it with reshoots. And that's fine. I'm fine with him being alive. I just think that the reason they did it, because it feels like, why would you stab... Tobey Maguire Spider-Man if you're not going to kill him. I think they were going to and then in reshoots they cancelled it out. I mean like Spider-Man has a fast healing factor. Uh, yeah. But, like, I, it would be hard <coughs> to kill someone like that without like I think the heart or like in the head you know. Nah man in the Ultimate Spider-Man universe Spider-Man just gets shot with a gun and he's dead. Like in the, like in the, like just in the stomach area. So. I guess it just depends on like how quick the healing factor is. I don't know. Um, like I said, it was just, I mean, it's obviously not that quick because in the movies he has like cuts and stuff for long periods of time. But. Yeah. I just, my biggest problem is how jarring it feels. Because like I said, it, it, it's one of those moments where it feels like it was supposed to be one way. They reshot it in a different way and that is I was dancing around it before we got into spoilers but that is honestly one of the biggest reasons why I think that the Doctor Strange reshoots will lead to big cameos but also probably Tobey Maguire Spider-Man just being in it yeah I mean that's valid but we'll see I don't think He'll be in it for long if he is, but I mean, we'll, only time will tell. No, I think with six weeks of like with six weeks of reshoots, they have to be doing something big 
And I think that big thing is just putting Tobey Maguire in all of it. Yeah. Um, you know, they were already in this movie for half of it. Like, that's a lot more than I thought they were going to be in this one. So, <laughs> maybe they just then, said fuck it and put him in. Back to the movie. We're running long right now. Um, <laughs> that's fine. We've had long episodes. This, this episode, this movie deserves a long episode. We've spent, like, months talking about this movie. Here we go. Now we're really talking about it. The next scene is just, like... Tom Holland's uh, Spider-Man, like, thinking he's like, I gotta figure a way, like, out to fix this. And he's like, Doctor Strange, I want you to make everybody forget my it forget me. Like, that Peter Parker was, like, a person. Yes. And he goes to talk to MJ and Ned, and they're like, she's like, I love you. And she's like, just come tell me who you are. I'll remember. I'll remember I'll figure it out. I'll always love you. No. Like, it happens. They fade away into the distance, like the people from other universes. And and then um, P- and then Tom Holland's Peter Parker just goes away. Swings away. Then he talks to Happy at Aunt May's grave. Well, before we get into that, before we get into, I, I, have a, I have a question. So... Okay. What are the implications of this new spell? Like... It's everything you asked for. Yes. <laughs> now, hang on, hang on, hang on. But... We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, not everything, uh, but, but mostly of what you asked for. What is what 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 did it not fulfill? Did I forget something that I wanted? I'm trying. Oh, that every Spider-Man movie is a team-up movie. <laughs> I didn't. Wait, you I wanted that? that. Oh, yeah. No, every Spider-Man movie is a. Ah, uh, but that's like, that, that's the one thing that, it didn't cover. That's now, the point that I was least passionate about. I guess. Anyway. Yeah, so everything you wanted is done now. <laughs> but the implicate so does Doctor Strange just like So everybody wait like people in that universe they don't leave. Like so Ned and MJ are at the Statue of Liberty. I don't know. They know they were there helping Spider Man, but they don't know who Spider Man is. And Doctor Strange knows that he was casting a spell for Spider Man. And he could probably tell with context clues it was a forget something spell, but yeah. he doesn't know why, and he doesn't know who Spider Man is. Like maybe he added like I'll remember. Who? I mean, we don't know what he did for himself. I assume personally, I think it would only make sense if Doctor Strange remembers. I've seen but some I don't theories. Know if that's how where, the spell works? I've seen some theories where it's like people that were off world will know. Yeah, because he said everybody on Earth. Like that that was the, the thing. Yeah, so, so like maybe Nick Fury will, Nick know. Fury will still know. Thor the Guardians of the Thor. Galaxy, Captain Marvel, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I think the only one of those that might matter is Nick Fury. Yeah. I don't like, think anybody I mean, else is gonna be I think Nick Fury think will fine. be like Peter, I know you're Spider Man whatever. He might come up later. But yeah, so Everybody knows that Spider-Man exists. Just don't know who it is now again. Yeah, they know that Spider-Man helped them fight Thanos. Doctor Strange knows that he went to space with Spider-Man, and Spider-Man got snapped away in the snapping and came back and all this. But they just don't know who he is, right? Is what I've gathered. That's, as far as I know, I believe that is correct. Because, okay. yeah, because Happy knows who Spider-Man is. Right, right, Remember? right. 
Because so I yeah, assume. because they were like, how did you know? Yeah. So now we can get to the grave scene. They're at the grave. Happy comes up and he's like, how did you know May through Spider-Man? Oh, yeah, me too. Okay. That that one seems a bit odd. I think that's the end of Happy Hogan in the movies. I mean, that, that's got to be it, right? Which I yeah, I mean, I I mean like, John Favreau is one of my favorite, like just people in the movie business and TV businesses like at all. Yeah. He was really so good I in that one episode of The Sopranos he was in. I mean, I'm just talking about like all of, <laughs> I don't know if it's, it's his directing and his production work with like, especially with the Star Wars stuff now. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, um, he's, he's, his he's, chef show? he's good because he awesome. really cares about his work. He really cares he, he about a... doing it well. Yeah. Um, great man. Kicked off the MCU. Yeah. But um, I, yeah, I don't think we'll see him again. I don't think. Which we'll, I think that's fine. He might have been trying to get out anyways. Maybe in like Iron Wars, or or, or the Iron Heart. Iron Heart, yeah. yeah, stuff like that. But it won't be a significant role like he was I, in Spider Man. It's the same way with Pepper Potts. I feel like we might see her and Happy in Iron Wars or Iron Heart, but I don't think we're gonna see them. That's a maybe. I don't ever. Know if- play a significant role again i don't know if gwyneth paltrow will ever come back because she has no clue what goes on in the movie she shoots for <laughs> yeah she no, does you're right not care yeah you're right but but happy could <laughs> yeah yeah uh i wrote down thank god he is an iron lad anymore so yeah i do think that this was a big return to the status quo of spider-man His new suit with the the blue is sick yeah i love it so after the grave, we see him moving into a small, like, studio apartment, uh, which is, you know, what Spider-Man has usually at this stage in his life when he's moved out and everything, which now he's moved out because his aunt is dead and he's not going to MIT, but... No, wait, no, well, first, 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 uh, he goes and he's goes to the coffee shop MJ works at and he's ready to... He has this note written down. He's going to tell her who he is and all this stuff. Yeah, and, and he gets ready. Himself. And then Ned walks in. He orders a coffee. Acceptance lovers. And he's like, you know what? I'm just going to keep. I'm going to let them do them. Go to MIT or whatever. I think that at the beginning of the next movie or at some point, MJ is going to either remember or he's going to tell her or something. I thought at first that M- I thought at first she was just playing a prank on him and really knew who he was, but I guess not. I think MJ might be done in the MCU. I don't. I mean, she's not going to die. I think that she's done. Ned could show back up, I think, as Hobgoblin, but like, hmm, that's an interesting. I think this was a a way to get MJ out and them to bring Gwen Stacy or like a black like whoever black who's Black Cat. I don't remember Felicia that. Hardy. Like, yeah, her in or like some other love interest. You want to know my fear? What? My fear is that they're detaching him from everything MCU related, and Sony's gonna pull him into the Venom of Venomiverse. Well, which they no. could. They're not going to now, though. I I don't know. Have a credit scene. No, I don't. That just means that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. But 
first off, yeah, so after this, he goes and he moves into his new apartment. Uh, he's broke boy again. I guess all records of him were erased because he's studying for the GED. Um, so I think, See, you know... I, I don't get that personally because... The world forgot about Peter Parker, but does that, why, that? I don't think that means his records go away. I, you know? I mean, we might find out about that later. I don't know, but I think I think in the next one, you know, we're gonna see him take the GED or whatever, and then he's gonna be going to college at like Empire State University. Yeah, and he's gonna, since Spider Man is smart, he's gonna pass the GED with flying colors, obviously. Yeah. So. Yeah, maybe maybe Zendaya doesn't come back as MJ. I think she will. I I don't know. We'll see. I don't yeah. think it will be a significant role like it is. It might be a few movies. Maybe they're trying to like, I like, maybe he does date a Gwen Stacy or a Felicia Hardy, and then you know we do another trilogy where he's in college and she's at MIT, and then maybe she moves back to New York, and then because really. Uh, you know, Spider-Man and MJ don't start going out until I think he's finished with college and things. So, uh, in the comics at least. So that might be the case. But then it would be weird because he's like, I already know all this stuff about you, you know? Uh, <laughs> maybe her memories come back. Some, like, they'd have to do that. They'd have to be like, he'd, he'd explain it to her and she'd understand or whatever. But, yeah, I could see them maybe stepping away from her for a while. We'll see. Uh, That's just a theory. But yeah, when he moves back in the apartment and then he, you know, guys the sewing machine, makes his own costume. I really like the look of the new one. Uh, The blue is very blue. It looks great. Very like a lot of screen time with it, but God, it looked good. Yeah. And the best part is like no gadgets, no, or like if there are any, he has to make them himself. No, like, instant yeah. kill mode and all this stuff. He could have just, like, taken, like... He could have kept the suit. The suit ...and put it into the, like, new one, but, like, made it look different. But it's he, not going to be nanotech. I don't think he has the technology to, like, create that anymore. At all. I don't think he kept anything from the old suit, because I think, maybe like I said... web shooters. I... Maybe. But I think he... I think they're trying to return to the status quo. So I think that he just ditched the old suit, made his own cloth one took inspiration from the other ones and he's like he's trying to do a fresh start i think he's honestly just going to be a kind of low-level guy for at least a movie i think he's going to get the venom symbiote at the end of the next movie maybe maybe have it on for a while but but yeah i i think he's going to be a low-level guy for a while i think he kind of ditched the old suit something that technology took took inspiration from the other ones and is just going to like be that low level guy that he is like that he guy yeah that he that he never was in these movies because he always had those high avengers aspirations but in a way all that really ruined his life so i think he's taking a step back and is least for so that's why i don't think he has I, i think he left the stark suit behind because in a way like all the stuff that Tony Stark gave him kind of came back and ruined his life. Uh, he can't, like, rebuild it anymore. So, like, with yeah. it being messed up, he can't... Yeah, he so I... The equipment. Yeah, and that's, you know, good. It's good to, good to have him back. Uh, this is exactly what you were asking and it happened. 
It it is, and I'm I was shocked. I was pleasantly surprised. You know, I it feels weird because there was so much set up that made him that way, but since I really wanted it to be this way, I'm willing to accept it. I don't think it makes too much sense, but I like it. I agree with that statement. Yeah. I also just love the new suit. Like, I saw it for, like, five seconds at most. Is like, how much it's in the fucking... I've been swearing a lot. <laughs> <laughs> as much it's, like, in the movie. I think it's in the movie. It's not the after credit scene, right? No, it's, it, it, it's the end of the movie. Yeah, I just... The five seconds it was in, oh my gosh, it, I love it so much. Yeah, no, it's, it's great. It's great. The implications of that are great. I am, once again... Because Spider-Man's probably, when it comes to Marvel characters, for me personally, it's probably like Cyclops than Spider-Man. And I've been really disappointed with the MCU Spider-Man so far. Like, the movies are good, it just didn't feel like Spider-Man. But now, like, you know, the short bit that we've seen of him like this really feels like that. And I'm really interested to see where it goes. My fear is that Sony's going to try to take it back because they, now that they've kind of isolated him from everything else in the MCU, they could. Uh, his contract, currently, there are three more Spider-Man solo movies that are Sony and MCU produced, but there's only one more MCU appearance in his contract. So what they could do is they could bring him back to the Sony Spider-Man universe and just let Marvel help produce that and give them some profits. I don't I hope that doesn't happen, but it's a possibility that I'm kind of worried for. With the way they've like worked together on it, I doubt it. You know. Ah, there's all yeah. Because honestly, so Sony and Marvel have worked surprisingly well together. Like as much as like whenever they were trying to get like work with them initially, like there were a lot of problems. Yeah, it's just like, every now and then, then it seemed like really easy. When a contract comes up, that's when it gets dicey, which is why I th- I'm afraid he's going to get his one more appearance in, and then they're going to be like, no, yeah, we're taking him back. I hope it doesn't happen, because I really want to see what like a legitimate, true-to-form Spider-Man will do in this universe. And I think I, that we'll I get think, to see that soon. But I think so, too. I mean, another one won't come out for probably two or three more years. Probably three. That's fine. That's fine. I agree. Getting too I, much of the same character is a lot. Yeah, but I'm excited, uh, which I haven't been for Spider-Man in a long time. Uh, probably ever since Homecoming. Uh, when that came out, I really, it just felt wrong. <laughs> and then I wanted Far From Home to kind of divorce him from from Iron Man, and it felt like it would, but then it just turns out that, like, oh, he was given, because Iron Man was dead, uh, oh, Iron Man gave me his drones, and oh, this guy's just an old Stark employee who's a bit salty, and etc. But this one really, really managed to do it, and I guess that wraps up the actual movie. You want to go into post credits now? Yeah. Which is only one that we haven't talked about since the other one is that trailer. So it's the only one that was like a real post credit scene. Yeah. So. Um, it's just thank <laughs> this was God. I, I, I thought this was hilarious. Thank I, God, I agree. I was so relieved. <laughs> this is exactly what you wanted too. I, I was. I loved this scene too. I was so <laughs> was incredibly hilarious. relieved. So let me get this right. 
there was a purple alien guy obsessed with rocks yeah. that killed half the universe. <laughs> and he's just talking to a bartender in yeah. like Hawaii or something, whatever island he's on. Yep. <laughs> and, and the dude's like, yes, he's like, I just don't believe you. He's like, my family was gone for five years. <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was hilarious. And then Venom was like, "Get up, we're drunk. We got to go find Spider Man." And he's like, "All right." And then he starts to go, and I was like, "Oh, I was so relieved when he started to fade away." I was so happy. (laughs) I was like, "Nice." I I I clapped. I was so glad he was gone. And then it shows a little tiny morsel of the Venom symbiote crawling on the bar top. And that's fun. And we're like, nice. And I'm like, ah, that's what Kevin Feige meant by this Venom will be Venom in the MC. He meant like a little, a little nugget that he, he just left meant behind. The alien, not Tom Hardy. Which <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think they can. St- I hope they still make Venom movies. Well, Venom Three's been I, confirmed. I love Tom Hardy. I do. Yeah, those movies are all right. I. I wonder how they're going to do Venom in these movies. Maybe they just go straight to Flash Thompson. Because, like, people aren't going to want another Eddie Brock, I guess. But we'll see how they do it. I just hope that he is in the symbiote suit for, like, a whole movie. Or, like, he ends one movie in the suit and then starts the next one in it. And he spends some real time in it and it really affects him. Yeah. And then he gets rid of it. If it's in like if it's thirty minutes in one movie, that's probably fine. They'll do a decent job, but I want to see like that that slow burn of the of the symbiotes who really eating away at him, because like that period of time in the comics, I really I go back and read those issues every few years, and it like it spans you know tens of issues, because he was in that he was just in that suit for years. Because at first thought it looked cool. And they were like, okay, we're kind of making it affect him. He's more aggressive. He's all this stuff. And then they're like, oh, now he's got it off and Venom's here. Like, So I, I go through that every now and then. And I I really enjoy that. That's one of my favorite stories that they have to tell. And I'm excited because in the new Spider-Man game, it looks like we're getting some Venom stuff too, which is awesome. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I was so relieved when Tom Hardy left. Yeah. But, so, I mean, this movie accomplished pretty much everything you wanted it to in the end for an MCU Spider-Man. Yeah, it. <laughs> I was shocked, but happy. Yeah, I mean, I liked the movie. I liked the movie. I think it was like, not a good movie. It's one of those where it's like, you leave the theater and it's a five-star movie, but then like the next morning you wake up and it's like a three-star movie, you know? That's fine. Yeah. I enjoyed it more than I enjoyed... Well, I definitely enjoyed it more than Homecoming at the first watch. Far From Home I enjoyed. I probably enjoyed this more than Far From Home at the end. I think Far From Home is a better movie. I just like crowd reactions. I agree. I agree with that statement. Far From Home is a better movie. This Homecoming is probably also a better movie, but I think I enjoyed this one more than I enjoyed either of those. I'd agree to that. I just... There's obviously just a special place in my heart for the old Spider-Man. If this movie had villains. if this movie had ended any differently, would not feel the same way about it. I don't think. Well, yeah, you got exactly what you wanted. Yeah, you're right, but 
<laughs> anyway, I think that's all I have to say about the movie specifically. But uh, I just have one last question for you. Uh, one mildly disappointing thing that I had is I think it would have been nice to see Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland go back to their home universes in an after credit scene and tie up some loose ends. Personally, I would have liked that better than the Doctor Strange teaser trailer, but... I agree. But, like, what loose ends would there be? I mean... I guess it would show, like, a 20-year-old... Like, 20... I I guess, like, like how they de-aged Willem Dafoe, like, 20 years, like... I don't think they did that much with him. Well, like just show him like being a du- good dude now, like well, twenty years later. I'm talking about ju- just the Spider Man, like oh. yeah, like well, like <coughs> show him like a happy wife. Maybe like Tobey Maguire's got a kid on the way with MJ. Yeah, and first, well, <laughs> I thought. Are you familiar with Spider Man Rain? Is that the one where he has a, a daughter? No, it's where he has like radioactive sex, and it gives Mary Jane cancer, and it kills her. No, I'm not familiar with that. I thought, <laughs> but I, I thought that they were gonna that they were gonna say that Mary Jane was dead because of, like there was a split second whenever they were like, "Do you have a girlfriend?" I thought like the look in his eye was like, "Oh my god, are they about to do Spider Man Rain in this movie?" But they didn't. He's like, "We made it work." After yeah, I was like, "Cool, good for them." I would have liked, yeah, seeing you it's know, been ten years since. The Amazing Spider, almost probably nine. Did it come out in twenty twelve? The first one came out twenty twelve. Second one twenty fourteen. So yeah, like so nine years. All right, seven years, I guess, since Gwen Stacy's death. I mean, I feel like he could have moved on by now. Well, he was so bitter and stuff. I, you know, maybe him go home to Aunt May, but mainly to see like Toby go home to his little family or whatever he's got. But that leads into. Would you want to see more of Toby and Andrew Spider-Man? Like, you know, if they came back to the MCU, if they made Spider-Man 4, The Amazing Spider-Man 3, if Toby shows up in, in, uh, in Doctor Strange, like, would you be happy Um, with that? I'd, 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 if they were standalone films outside the MCU, I'd be happy with it. Okay. I agree with that. Which, I mean, obviously... All of those movies are like canon now, just in different universes in the MCU. Yeah. Yeah, I would... I would love to see more amazing Spider-Man movies, because like I said, he was the best Spider-Man in this. And he was the one that wanted to do it the most. He didn't want to stop making movies. Like, I do. Tobey Maguire was over it by the end. Andrew... uh, uh, Tom Holland, like, feels like... Maybe he's not taking this for granted, but he just kind of doesn't want it. He's not as excited about it anymore. Andrew Garfield never lost that, I don't think. And he... It got robbed of him because of the studio interference. I do feel... that... this movie definitely tried to, like, make reparations for what they did to him. So I think that's... The way he played the character, obviously, is one thing, but I also think they wrote his character a lot better. I think Which he is just like what he wanted. I think he just did a better delivery too. I think it was a combination. Yeah, I agree. Because he gets a bad rap, but it's not him. Yeah, no, it's definitely because they the they had a third 
they had a script for a third one, which I mean they also had a script for Spider Man four for Toby. Yeah. But I don't remember either of them. But like No, I I I'd like to see more. Kevin Feige was like, No, stop. Yeah. With the amazing Spider Man and I mean it's worked out fine for him. Yeah. I would see more, like you said, standalone ones. You know. But it, it, it won't happen. I mean. It might. While the MCU has their own. I don't know. I don't I don't think it would. I feel like at this point, you know, DC is having different versions of the same character. Multiverses are happening. I wouldn't be surprised if Sony thought they could make enough money doing it if they did. If they could get one of them to come back. Maybe. But. But Marvel's not that desperate. And, like, I don't think Sony is either. Like, the DC... <laughs> Sony's not... Sony's not desperate? What do you mean? They're making an entire Venom universe. So... Sony would absolutely do it. I still do don't it. understand how Morbius is part of all this, but we'll find out, I guess. Because, like, like, there's a thing of Toby on the wall and all this. I don't know. But, yeah, Sony would definitely do it, and honestly, Marvel can't stop them. <laughs> Because they don't own the rights to Spider-Man. They're just allowed well, to use it. I'm sure somewhere in like their agreement, their contract, they're like, don't make any Spider-Man movies. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll see. However, maybe we've gone double our usual time, so I think that we should probably call it here. I agree. All right, so, uh, yeah, we'll be back next week to talk Hawkeye and Kingsman. Uh, We hope everyone enjoyed this extra-long episode. And uh, have a good night. See you next week. Hayden, take us out. We hate it here. Florida's still a 72-hour state. (laughs) This podcast is presented by Miscreant Records. You can find us on Twitter at MiscreantPods, and you can also email us at MiscreantRecordsPod at gmail.com.